passages thirty one through thirty five of reflections on the formation and distribution of wealth by anne robert jacques turgot translated by nicolas de condorcet this librivox recording is in the public domain thirty one rise of commerce principle of the valuation of commercial things reciprocal wants first introduced exchanges of what we possessed for what we stood in need of one species of provision was bartered for another or for labour in exchanging it is necessary that each party is convinced of the quality and quantity of everything exchanged in this agreement it is natural that every one should desire to receive as much as he can and to give as little and both being equally masters of what they have to barter it is in a man's own breast to balance the attachment he has to the thing he gives with the desire he feels to possess that which he is willing to receive and consequently to fix the quantity of each of the exchanged things if the two persons do not agree they must relax a little on one side or the other either by offering more or being content with less i will suppose that one is want of corn and the other of wine and that they agree to exchange a bushel of corn for six pints of wine it is evident that by both of them one bushel of corn and six pints of wine are looked upon as exactly equivalent and that in this particular exchange the price of a bushel of corn is six pints of wine and the price of six pints of wine is one bushel of corn but in another exchange between other men this price will be different accordingly as one or the other of them shall have a more or less pressing want of one commodity or the other and a bushel of corn may be exchanged against eight pints of wine while another bushel shall be bartered for four pints only now it is evident that not one of these three prices can be looked on as the true price of a bushel of corn rather than the others to each of the dealers the wine he has received was equivalent to the corn he had given in a word so long as we consider each exchange independent of any other the value of each thing exchanged has no other measure than the wants or desires of one party weighed with those of the other and is fixed only by their agreement thirty two how the current value of the exchange of merchandise is established meantime it happens that many individuals have wine to dispose of to those who possess corn if one is not willing to give more than four pints for a bushel the proprietor of the corn will not exchange with him when he shall know that another will give him six or eight pints for the same bushel if the former is determined to have the corn he will be obliged to raise his price equal to what is offered by others the sellers of wine profit on their side by the competition among the sellers of corn no one resolves to part with his property before he has compared the different offers which are made to him of the commodity he stands in need of and then he accepts of the best offer the value of the wine and corn is not fixed by the two proprietors with respect to their own wants and reciprocal abilities but by a general balance of the wants of all the sellers of corn with those of all the sellers of wine for those who will willingly give eight pints of wine for a bushel of corn will give but four when they shall know that a proprietor of corn is willing to give two bushels for eight pints 
the medium price between the different offers and the different demands will become the current price to which all the buyers and sellers will conform in their exchanges and it will be true if we say that six pints of wine will be to every one the equivalent for a bushel of corn that is the medium price until a diminution of supply on one side or of demand on the other causes a variation thirty three commerce gives to all merchandise a current value with respect to any other merchandise from whence it follows that all merchandise is the equivalent for a certain quantity of any other merchandise and may be looked on as a pledge to represent it corn is not only exchanged for wine but also for any object which the proprietors of the corn may stand in need of as wood leather woollen cotton etc it is the same with wine and every other particular species if a bushel of corn is equivalent to six pints of wine and a sheep is equivalent to three bushels of corn the same sheep will be equivalent to eighteen pints of wine he who having the corn wants the wine may without inconvenience exchange his corn for a sheep in order afterwards to exchange the sheep for the wine he stands in need of thirty four every merchandise may serve as a scale or common measure by which to compare the value of any other it follows from hence that in a country where the commerce is very brisk where there are many productions and much consumption where there are great supplies and a great demand for all sorts of commodities every sort will have a current price having relation to every other species that is to say that a certain quantity of one will be of equal value to a certain quantity of any others thus the same quantity of corn which is worth eighteen pints of wine is also the value of a sheep a piece of leather or a certain quantity of iron and all these things have in the transactions of trade an equal value to express or make known the value of any particular thing it is evident that it is sufficient to announce the quantity of any other known production which will be looked on as an equivalent for it thus to make known what a piece of leather of a certain size is worth we may say indifferently that it is worth three bushels of corn or eighteen pints of wine we may by this same method express the value of a certain quantity of wine by the number of sheep or bushels of corn it will bring in trade we see by this that every species of commodity that can be an object of commerce may be measured as i may say by each other that every one may serve as a common measure or scale of comparison to describe the value of every other species and in like manner every merchandise becomes in the hands of him who possesses it a means to procure all others a sort of universal pledge thirty five every species of merchandise does not present a scale equally commodious it is proper to prefer the use of such as are not susceptible of any great alteration in quality and have a value principally relative to the number and quantity but although all merchandise has essentially this property of representing any other is able to serve as a common measure to express its value and to become a universal pledge to procure any of them by way of exchange yet all cannot be employed with the same degree of facility for these two uses 
the more susceptible any merchandise is to change its value by an alteration in its quality the more difficult it is to make it a scale of reference for the value of others for example if eighteen pints of wine of anjou are equivalent in value to a sheep eighteen pints of cape wine may be equivalent to eighteen sheep thus he who to express the value of a sheep would say it is worth eighteen pints of wine would employ an equivocal language and would not communicate any precise idea at least until he added some explanation which would be very inconvenient we are therefore obliged to choose for a scale of comparison such commodities as being more commonly in use and consequently of a value more generally known are more like each other and of which consequently the value has more relation to the quantity than the quality end of passages thirty one through thirty five